Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 852. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Ismach at Take10Fortorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Rizinski family in memory of Ita, Bas, Yeshaya, Vichana, Sarah. May the Neshama that we learn be an Eloi for her Neshama. And so we are soon going to read Parshas Vayakel. Vayakel, Moshe, is called Das Yisrael, Moshe gathers all of the Jews together, and he says the following things. What are those things that he says? The thing that he gathers them to say is that for six days you're going to do work. You're going to have this incredible thing called Shabbos. One who does Malacha transgresses the Shabbos. The punishment is very severe. This is a very, very important thing. Now, the connection between gathering all of the Jewish people together and the connection between this and the Mishkan we've discussed in the past, because this seems to come in the middle of a conversation about the Mishkan and uh, the construction of the Mishkan. So we learn from here, of course, ideas, and we've mentioned this before, that, that the idea of what we do or we can't do on Shabbos has to do with what you can do or must do for the Mishkan. But there's another important connection that exists in the beginning of this week's parasha, not to what comes next, but what came before. What was it that came before? So Moshe had descended from the mountain also to tell us, Moshe had a radiance to him. So while we have while we have this idea in the beginning of our parasha that connects Shabbos to the Mishkan, which teaches us the laws of Shabbos from learning from the Mishkan, if you want to connect as well from gathering everybody together in these laws of Shabbos to what happened before, that might be an interesting study. What is this? Karan Arapanov. So obviously Moshe comes down from the mountain having experienced revelation, having experienced God's contact, and that's why his face glows. But what's the nature of of this glow. So the Balaturim says something beautiful, connecting the earlier section in this section. He says, Lomar doma, kirun panim shal The glow of your face, the glow on one's face, cannot be compared on Shabbos to how it looks the rest of the year. Now, what is the nature of this glow? What are we glowing about? Are we glowing because we have some time off, perhaps? Are we glowing because uh, there's too much oil in the food? What's the reason that we're glowing? So in Bereshus, we have a very interesting description of Shabbos that we refer to every single week. And when Hashem finished creating, so he rested, and then finally, what happens? God sanctifies these days, but first, this day, but first, he blesses this day. We're going to be saying that Kiddush as we do every single week. On these words, on these words, the Medrash tells us, Kidshu ba'ar panav shal adam. There's a radiance that we are blessed with. There's a uh, we were sanctified through this ar panav shal adam, this brightened face. Lo dome. Once again, this is where the Balaturim gets it from. Lo dome ar panav shal adam shabbos Your radiance is not the same on Shabbos as it is the rest of the week. We have a different glow. There is something to us on Shabbos that is different. What is the nature of this glow? So again, Pasuk and Kohela says, Chachmas Adam Ta'ir Panav. Your Chachma 
will and being will light your face up your wisdom will light your face up and that might actually make a lot of sense here because moshe comes down from the mountain he comes down wiser than he began he learns the entirety of the torah he is glowing okay so what does that have to do with shabbos so one might suggest that Shabbos is the opportunity to gain Chachmah. Shabbos is when we have the headspace, we have the ability to learn, we have the ability to spend time on things that we wouldn't otherwise be able to. And the Radak says something similar. He says, Shabbos gives us the opportunity, the headspace, the pause, to be able to become wiser and therefore more glowing and identifiably different people. That's the goal of Shabbos, and that's Moshe's Moshe's ray of light and Moshe's association to Shabbos at the beginning here. That's what it can do for us. That's a beautiful idea, just to think that on Shabbos we should spend time being able to learn, and we've talked about this idea in previous tens. The goal of Shabbos is to give us the time to be focused on the things, not just to pause, but to give us opportunity to be focused on the things that we don't have enough time to do uh, the rest of the year, or the, definitely the rest of the week. Okay. There's also another type of wisdom, another type of chachma of, of keren ar, which of, of glow, which theoretically could uh, could be provided. The shlosh says, You can't uh, just be busy with pleasures all day of Shabbos. You should enjoy yourself more. Right, you can't stop learning, you can't uh, pause from that. The Torah was given on Shabbos, as it was in the very first moment of Revelation, and the truth is maybe the Torah is still given on Shabbos, and we have this opportunity for wisdom and this glow. But there's another beautiful idea that I think exists when it comes to Shabbos and the glow. Is it the glow of wisdom? Is it the glow of elevation, of feeling different, finally having the opportunity to think about what we do the rest of the week. So there's a Gemara in Bavakama that talks about a an ox, and the ox over there is goring multiple times. So the difference is in the halacha that an ox that gores you know once or twice is called a shartam, pays only half payment. The owner is not really expected to realize that that's going to happen, but once it does it a few times, it's called a shar. Muad. It's, uh, it's, it's expected to happen, and so therefore the rules are different for the ox, the rules are different for the owner, etc. Okay, so there's an interesting machlokas over there, that what if it gores during the week and not on Shabbos? So, and the Rabbi Huda says it's only muad for the week. Like, what, what would be the difference? What day of the week the ox is goring? So Tosos over there says something beautiful. He says, quoting the Rishalmi, people look different on Shabbos. And so therefore the ox does not recognize you. Meaning, just because an ox is, is let's say, mu'ad, is expected to gore during the week, it doesn't mean they're going to gore on Shabbos. What that would mean is that the animals are able to see the people as different. And again, what's that difference? Is that like a brighter face because you have a little bit of bandwidth, a little bit of patience, you got more sleep, you're a little bit more relaxed, you have people around you who you like, and so you feel more positive and engaged? Maybe. But there's another beautiful idea that I wanted to share similarly quoted in the Imre Shammai, and he says as follows, you know, there's a din on Shabbos that when we have Shavabrachos throughout the week, so we have Shavabrachos at a wedding, and then the halacha is that you have Shavabrachos after the whole week of the wedding, if you have Panam Chadashos, meaning, you have people who are not at an original wedding, they didn't get a chance to celebrate with the Chassan and Kala, so they come to a Suda, so we're so happy they came to a meal, and this is like great, and they get to sort of experience the wedding for the very first time, so we make these fancy seven brachos at the end of the meal. Great. 
on Shabbos, the din is, the halacha is, that on Shabbos we do not need to have Panam Chadashos. The explanation for this is that Shabbos is the Panam Chadashos, and the question, of course, is what does that mean? That Shabbos is the Panam Chadashos. Like, like, what does that mean? That Shabbos is a guest? Shabbos is, a, is someone who hasn't been at the wedding, so now we could celebrate the wedding for the very first time? And the answer is, I, I believe, you might suggest that the Shabbos allows us to be able to really take account of what it is that we experience the very first time. You know, we're very busy during the week. We have things going on. We have to get to sleep. We have to wake up in the morning. You know, we, we budget our time and our calendars and we box things out very precisely. And so, like, we show up at the Sheva Brachos, and, you know, Sheva Brachos sort of run a certain way, and you get there on time, and they have the hors d'oeuvres, and finally you sit down, and you eat, and you enjoy yourselves, and you hear two speeches, and then you gotta go, quick, we gotta go, the Dav Marv, and then uh, we gotta get to sleep, because we gotta get up the next morning. It could be said that during the week, during the week, you know, when you come to that Shabbat Brachos, you're not really engaged with the Chassan and Kali. You're not really looking at them with the glowing and open and different type of face that you would during the week. But Shabbos, Shabbos is different. Shabbos is when you're able to really take account. You're able to pause, take it in. Ah, look at this couple. The way I saw them, I saw them, I was at the wedding. But yet, on Shabbos, I'm able to reflect at a level, reflect to my glow, I'm able to reflect at a level that I would not be able to otherwise. And so altogether we see that Shabbos makes us look different. Even the oxen are able to see it, but more than that, Shabbos makes us look at things differently. We are able to look at things that we saw during the week with a totally different set of eyes. And so that's uh, something that we think where we have uh, Shabbos coming actually just in, in a matter of hours. What do we do with our Shabbos? As the afternoons get longer, after the evenings get longer, it's not just a time to sleep, it's a time to reflect, to learn, to become wiser, glow through that wisdom, but also time to recognize that our faces should look different. We are expected to see things in a different way than we do during the week because of that ravchus, because of that ability to expand our minds and the lack of stress that we otherwise have. That's, of course, if you're not a rabbi who works on Shabbos, but that's a whole other conversation. Have a wonderful Shabbos and a great day.